0: Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days.
1: Luca nation what's going on welcome back to another episode of lucas tigers and bronze oh my gotta just say a quick thank you to all of our listeners a lot of you guys have sent dms a lot of you guys have messaged uh a few of you guys even picked up the phone and called you know uh, shout out to you mbt just checking in how are things going you know it's there's been a lot going on so we love you we appreciate you at the end of the day we do a million things but number one is we the show showing up every single day for you guys uh What is it? Rain, snow, or shine. What's the the statement you guys make in America? It's
0: good. I like it. We're just going to leave it with that. Rain or snow or shine. Yeah. S-H-Y-N-E. Shine.
1: Shine. 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 Uh, Well, we don't have snow here. You know what that reminds
0: me of? Shine? You say the word shine? I used to take the Staten Island Ferry into work. And there was a, a guy on it who would offer to shine your shoes and he would just walk okay. around the ferry and he would say, shine, shine, shoe shine, 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 shine. And, you know, you'd call him over and he'd shine your shoes for you. And he would just, I guess he spent every day with a little, you know, hey, Tommy, why don't you go home and get your shine box? You know what movie that's from? No.
1: American Gangster. No, but you're close. It's the right genre of movie. hey Tommy. Oh, I go mean, home? gangsters always got their shoe shine. I kind of go always dreamed of, like, Every single day there would be this sick, like really good vibes <laughs> guy that I would stop by and he would shine my shoes. and you know he was like an old man and he told me about life, and you know. <laughs> this sounds like a movie. This sounds like, you should write this. It sounds like a screenplay. Like, I mean, dude, these guys who shine shoes, they talk to so many people. they're, they're probably some of the smartest people out there if, about life and wisdom. So <laughs> I like it. Uh, listen, I, I'll, I'd, I'd watch that movie. Let's go.
0: Let's go. I'd watch that movie 100%. Goldberg hunting, Gold Goldberg will hunting. Uh, you wild, weekend yeah. wild weekend
1: in sports cage. yeah! Super wild weekend in sports. Can I say this? You just talked about MBT.
0: We almost pulled off a blockbuster fantasy trade. That he wishes he did now because I was giving up Jonathan Taylor and Lamar Jackson. I was getting back Derrick Henry. I wanted the headline of one of our episodes to be, I get to ride Derrick Henry for the rest of the season. You know, because everybody likes to give me shit for that. <laughs> but now Derrick Henry's broken. What would you be,
1: I mean? Running back cards are dangerous to invest in in general, right? Like Christian McCaffrey, incredible. Probably yeah. him and Derrick Henry are one and two best running backs in the league. Chris Hodge. One of the best Christian McCaffrey collections out there. How do you invest in them, right? Like, Cage is. Are you day trade them? Is it? Is are this like a long term hold? I mean, Henry's been real durable for a long time.
0: I mean, Henry Henry doesn't really get injured. He's been he's been that one guy who you know I've I've said to invest in him, but you know it's funny. This is what happens, right? I mean, it's it's professional sports. One of the things we talk about is you know performance. And, you know, wow, you're going to have your money put in Herbert or Burrow or Mahomes. And look at Mahomes. Look what he's doing, you know, and and the car prices are going down. But there's always that chance of, of an injury, always. I mean, Jaws flying high right now, but he's been injured, you know, in his career. And his cards weren't doing so well. You know, um, it, it's not just basketball. I mean, look at baseball. I mean, Mike Trout, right, About as, about as close as you can get to, like, the next big thing, right? Every season he seems to get hurt now. If he gets hurt again next season. You know, do people start dumping his cards? Who the heck knows? I mean, this is one of those things we don't really talk about that much because nobody wants to talk about injuries. Everybody wants to bet on a guy that goes out there and, you know, and kills it. But injuries are a part of sports. It's one of those things you don't get when you're investing in, you know, somebody who's already retired.
1: That's- and they're an opportunity. I mean, it's so interesting in the middle of the season to see something like this, right? So Zach Wilson goes down. Mm hmm. The defense doesn't have a chance to prepare because defenses. And I wanted to ask you, man, do cornerbacks have the hardest job? Like, I swear to God, the more I watch football, I'm like, it's because why you are Trayvon Diggs. You do all the work,
0: you do all the dirty work, and you get none of the appreciation. There's very, very few. Look what Deion Sanders had to do, he had to play offense. You know, Charles Woodson had to go play offense, you know, to win the win the Heisman Trophy at, at Michigan, you know, like like y- y- no one on defense gets any love.
1: Well, it's a fascinating position. You cover the world's best athletes by backpedaling.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. Get out of here. Get your well, hips it got me there. thinking
1: because like I mean, this was a fascinating weekend, right? You have Mike White come in for the Jets. Yep. Trevor Simeon. And- Trevor Simeon and then uh the guy with the amazing name on the Cowboys, or Cup, or I'll find his name here. <laughs> just Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Yeah. Incredible. You're just a-
0: Is that not a, like a Texas football name? Did they not want to make Varsity Blues seven and have or- Cooper Rush as like the Q B for that? He's the homecoming
1: king without a doubt. And that, in that
0: in that name alone. I mean he could you know he could be hideous, but that name alone makes him the homecoming king.
1: Kate is, is it like are these guys because I mean, on Star Stock, Mike White's card went for a dollar fifty on Saturday, fifteen dollars on Sunday. Is it this guy? These guys just hit the scene and they might stay, or is it that defenses are really successful in terms of preparation? Right, they watch film, and there's no film on these three guys. That's a hundred percent. Well, Simeon's played
0: a little bit, but yes, on on Mike White. Please notice, Jet fans, and I am gonna get some hate for this because New York Jet fans. The dude didn't throw the ball once beyond 15 yards.
1: And he played hard? against.
0: He's playing against Frank Reich this this uh, Frank Reich <laughs> this this week, who is a 22 first downs. Yeah, I mean, 511 They, they set hard. up a fantastic system for him where he was dinking and dunking, and he was taking what was given to him. So uh, now listen, there were some plays. That he made those passes he made where he thread the needle. And he looked legit. He looked the part, Mike White. So I'm not going to take it away. But if there was a huge question mark. And, 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 and Frank Ruggie is going to come out there and he's going to say, I need this guy to beat me over the top. I'm going to take away the crossing patterns. I'm going to take away those, those short slants. I'm going to take away the dink and the dunk. I'm going to make this guy throw the ball downfield to beat me. And let's see if he can make those throws. Because he didn't make those throws. He didn't have to. Now, if he's able to make those throws, it begs the question, why hasn't
1: he been playing so far? But so I, I watched a little bit of the games, and I also followed on the scores. You know how – this is the comparison I'll make. When you have a pitcher and they throw first pitch strikes, you know how that's such a big deal? Mm-hmm. Every single first down or every single – yeah, everything single first down, they would throw these like six, seven, eight-yard passes, and they would get second and two, second and three. And I was like, man, like st- st- stop letting them throw. Like I, I'm watching this out here. I'm like – you. You can't let him get eight yards on the first down pass. Yep. Like it makes swing. a very
0: manageable game. It makes a, a much more manageable game if you're able to do that, right? I mean, 100%. But that's what I would imagine the defensive scheme is going to look to take away from him um, in the next game. And, look, he may show up, but you you could expect a lot of eBay returns. I mean, a lot of people selling cheaper if, if he comes back down to earth. What's funny about it, man, is where our brains go, right? So you said this opportunity when I was talking about injuries, and – I did not think you meant opportunity for the backups. I thought you meant opportunity for our listeners as investors. And the first thing that I thought of, I mean, I talk about Ja when he got injured last year. And obviously if you bought him in his injury dip and are now looking at him start off like the five game MVP, you made money. But, but you guys, do you remember who I was saying last year was, was, was a stud and he got injured and his cards were crap compared to where they are now. Mr. Dak Prescott was all (laughs) over that dude last year during the injury. I said there was an opportunity to buy his cards. I thought that's what you meant when you meant. So there's an opportunity for both. There's an opportunity for the for the subs, the replacement killers, to come in and do their job and actually make you money. But really, if you're playing a longer game, I'm not saying Jack, Zach Wilson, but if John Morant is injured, I don't know if we're believers in Zion because that injury may be a little different because he's 473 pounds. He looks big. Zion's cards are down. You know, Zion's cards are down. If you're a believer in Zion. I, I might not be a believer in Zion going, you know, ten years from now, but I do believe he's gonna come back and be a monster for a stretch of games and his cards are gonna be more money than what people are letting them go for now. That's what I thought you meant by opportunity. Injury does create an opportunity, not just for the backups, but for the cards of the guys who were injured.
1: So so guys, just to give you context to that, a PSA ten of Zion. Just sold, I mean, 320 bucks under three. I've seen them on star stock PSA 10s going for
0: I've seen sales at three even on star stock. Um, and I'm pretty sure like the offers are under three right now. If you pull that up, I'm looking. Is that
1: that one of those things where there's low downside and a lot of upside? So, like, let's say let's play out two scenarios. He comes in and he gets a season ending injury and he's out. I mean, what's that card go from 290 to 200? -hmm. Yeah, right? 250, and then, 220. 220, and then and then next year you just have to hang on to it right. because he's gonna come back. Or, or you lose ninety bucks, you 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 cash out, cool. You Here. lost ninety bucks. Yep. Or and I know this is crazy, but like that that Pelicans team actually has a bit of fight. It's an interestingly constructed team. I'm a big believer in Akil uh, Walker. Yep. Um, he's played he's well. Pretty good. Yep, Steven Adams, pretty good. Um. Uh, or no, Valanciunas is who has him. been. He's been fantastic. Valanciunas. Devonte, who's Devonte, is a guy I've noticed. He's um, he's a culture guy. He's a guy that you could bring into an organization. He's a vet. He's quiet. He's happy. He's peaceful. People like to be around him. This is the vibe yep. I'm getting. Yep. Uh, yep. You probably know better. He probably and Ingram, and Ingram, Ingram, Ingram. You know, I think you see the ceiling on Ingram, but Ingram's getting you twenty something points a game. I mean, is his scorer. So. Is this a team that, if Zion does come in and, you know, they say, plays himself into shape, maybe this card goes and it's now kind of like the Zion and Jaw. it's a $450 card. But it, it,
0: Why wouldn't it be? Look what happened to Jaw's cards at the five great games. 100%. And that's what I thought of when you said opportunity, right? Now, look, I don't know when the hell the guy's coming back, but once you start hearing words he's
1: coming back, the card's going to go up. It's just what happens. You know who's, who I'm a little bit off sell on right now that I can't figure out is this sure. Boston Celtics team. They, they seem to have a lot of the pieces, Dennis Schroeder, I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. If there's even a debate who's the best player, well Jason Tatum is considered one of the best young talents in the league. And Jalen Brown's one year older. So if you're even comparing, you know, which one is better than who, you have two of the best back. This might be one of the best backcourts in the league, right? Yeah. Hundred percent. What's missing with this team? How are they consistently losing games and how are they so bad defensively? <sighs> Marcus and Marks is Marks Jason Tatum
0: really a sell. Marcus really Mark can't guard everyone. I think it was just a buyout
1: of Tatum, right? On collectors. Rejected. Rejected. that, on that. Articles, That's a little audacious. If you're an investor, you're getting uh you're getting a premium to sell your Tatum card. He hasn't started out great and this team doesn't look promising, and you reject it. That's 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 a bit audacious if you I mean he had 41 you gotta remember this guy's really young too right and the East
0: is wide open right I mean look if you look at the East like I think I saw a snapshot yesterday it looked like the East in the 90s right the the best teams were the the Knicks the heat you know <laughs> right like the Nets were actually missing the cut for the playoffs the Lakers I think were an eight seed out in the West. You know, like basketball is turned up on its head, right? And you're looking at this and you go, What the heck is going on here? Anybody can win. So yeah, I mean the Celtics, they obviously have enough talent to make a deep run. Anything can happen the East. The Bucks were down in the bottom of it, I think, too. The Bucks were three and three and the Knicks are five and one. Like, you know, like the whole East the first week of the East was not the way anybody drew up. The Bulls. The Knicks and the Bulls were on top. Seriously, it was like it was like Jordan and Ewing again.
1: You know? The Bucks are interesting. They're really pretty. They're ba- they're really banged up. They're really injured, right? Like they they've they have come out. They they're, they're playing well. Like if you watch the Bucks, they are playing well and their supporting cast is playing well. But when you have like Giannis and Grayson Allen as like your two best secondary players, there's only so much you can do. I'm rambling. Any topics, anything you want to talk about? Well, I like the Tatum one, right? I mean, if you, I mean, there are a lot of young guys who have a lot of
0: hype, right? And there's a lot of, a lot of hype. Is Tatum a sell? I'm fearful that you can't really make a total sell call on somebody like him yet, because you know the 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 day he comes out and has a bad game, you know, game one of the season, and you're like, all right, Jalen Brown's the better guy on the team. Then you have that overtime game where he scores 41 points. You know what I mean? And he shows you look at any given time he can he can put up real big numbers. Um, so I don't know if I'm a sell on him. I'd be I'd be leaning on the sell side rather than buy, just because his cards are are a lot. And there are a lot of young players in the league now that seem to be more dynamic and more exciting and that people are starting to invest in ahead of him. He kind of reminds me of, dare I say, Baker Mayfield, Mm -hmm. who had all that hype coming out and people were investing in him, but then... Josh Allen is in that draft class, and Lamar Jackson, and you still have Patrick Mahomes, and then and then the next year Kyler Murray comes out, and yet now have Justin Herbert, and you have all these other guys that have come out. It's sort of the same thing, right? Like if you were a Tatum guy, well, Luca and Trey have stolen a lot of that thunder, and then Zion, and now Ja, and Lamelo, even you know. I think LaMelo had, like, 27 points, 5 and 7. I mean, like, LaMelo looks the the part of a legit star. Um, And I'm not saying Tatum's bad, right? He's not bad. He puts up crazy numbers. But we've talked about this, right? That momentum thing, right? If he came and won and was scoring, 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 and everybody loved him, it would be great. But he's kind of lost some of that shine, and it's hard to get that
1: shine back. Let's talk about someone else. So this is someone who... This is, like I would say if this is this is a guy that's really he has potential to get a shine back, but he has lost it and hasn't started the season really well. Damian Lillard, so he's struggling big time. His let me ask really, you, yeah,
0: right there. Forget about the cards, the whole deal. How much of that is the new rules? How much of that is is Trey Young, about James Harden, 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 Lillard, Harden, everybody, everybody talking about Harden, but but how much of it is also Lillard? You know. It's not just the whole jump into a defender. How much of it is that? You know, when you drive in the lane, defenders are able to actually take a little bit more of a swipe at the guy.
1: You and know, they can, and, they can,
0: and they can play a little more physical on the perimeter, so you don't get that open. I shot. think Trey. I think Trey made a statement about that. Like, you know, hey, I'm scoring my points. I know I'm not drawing as many fouls, but you know, these rules are ridiculous. When was the last time Dame averaged 17 a game? Maybe his rookie year. You know,
1: I think I saw a statement from Trey about that too. I mean, so. I love what you're doing here. Last season, he averaged 7.2 uh free throws a game. You want to take a guess how many he's averaging this this year? Four. Yeah, 3.7. Half. That's a big and you know thing. The interesting. These guys, especially some, uh, some of the, the shooters, they rely getting to the free throw line to kind of get their stroke. And you see, and it's early. I mean, we're talking what, six, seven games in. He's shooting 42%, 47% from two. He shot 52% last year, 52% the year before, 50%, 50%. So he's shooting 47% from two. And and I wonder how much, you know, I I think it's a good thing, though. I I think some guys are going to adjust. I think it favors guys like Jokic, uh, Giannis, Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, some of the more physical guys. You know, I think it might actually favor them. I can't believe what you said, Carl Anthony Towns was physical. Take that back immediately. Physical. Take that back immediately. It's all right, man.
0: I I, I know what you mean, and you're right. And I, I, I think a lot of it is the rule change. I really do. And I'm not going to complain. But if you really want to go to like take it to the moon, scary level here, right? And you really want to, you know, Chicken Little, the sky is falling. I'm not going to complain because that's the style of basketball I like. Watch some Jordan footage. The dude was beaten on his way to the rim and still finished most of the time. These guys now, that they've never had to play through that, but I think that ease in the rules, not the dumb foul calling, but the ease in the rules, the lack of contact, right, is what made the game as popular as it is today. People want to see scoring. They want to see Trey, you know, go for 40 points and just keep chucking the ball up, right? You know what I've noticed, though? It
1: actually benefits a different type of player. And it benefits this guy, this crafty player, Lonzo and LaMelo. Right? Because those are guys that don't They're they're not big men. They're not physical guys, but they're also not guys who, you know, whether they shy away from contact or not, they're crafty, right? They find spaces on the court. They were never guys that needed to get to the foul line like James Harden by jumping into them. LaMelo is incredibly crafty. And watching this Hornets team play, I really enjoy watching them play. They're they're this combination of free-flowing, but also kind of well-organized because LaMelo is out there like a player coach. Lamello yep. has one of the highest basketball IQs I've seen in a long time from a 22, 23-year-old kid. Is he even that old? Um, I don't I, – he might 20 be years 20, old. 20. Wow. So he's you, – you start to see this new generation of, of player, um, and I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited watching this Hornets team develop because Lamello came in, and you can't credit Lamello for all of Miles Bridges's you know, growth and performance and all that stuff. But you could see the team plays looser. The team Let's plays talk looser. about miles bridges for a second. Sure. I am a sell on
0: miles bridges. If you have miles bridges, who I'm a sell on him. Why? Because look, we get to eight games. That's 10% of the season. So it's not that tiny of a sample size, but that's like one and a half games in the NFL season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yep. like it, it is early, Bridges had flashes last year where he was doing this, but he did not sustain it. You know, like there were games where he scored a lot of points, where he was the the, the, the team point leader. Um, his athleticism is through the roof. You've seen crazy dunks from him before, but he also, what scares me about him, one is I don't see him sustaining this. There's, there's just too many people on the team who could go off at any point in time, from Gordon Hayward to Terry Rozier when he's healthy, to LaMelo, Miles Bridges, PJ Washington can even score a bunch of points, you know, if they, if they need yeah. to lead on him, you know, depending upon, you know, who's playing defense and whatnot, but the, been
1: playing really well. yeah, too. Uber, yeah I mean,
0: the, the only, the only, you know, the only problem I have with him is, is he plays with like reckless abandon. You know what I mean? I was watching a game. I think it was the second game. He kind of limped off with a, with a little knee tweak. And I'm like, gosh, this is what you expect. He's high flying, banging knees. He's doing all this stuff, but he came right back. You know, it was one of those like hold your breath type of moments. You know, he kind of like hobbled off to the side. They they looked at his knee a little bit and brought him back into the game. But, you know, he's one where I don't ever see him being like the face of the league. You know, alpha of 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 anything, right? Um, I see him more, and there's nothing wrong with this, but I see him more of, of like a Chris Middleton level, like 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 just a tier below. That's a great player. You need him. It'll be team success because of him and the whole deal, but not somebody that anybody ever really wants to invest in. The difference is Miles could be – Miles got the Duncan. You know what I mean? He's got those highlights that people seem to like. So that's, that's the difference in their game. Um, I just mean Miles Bridges, Hornets – People want to
1: invest in Lamelo. It's tough to have two high-flying, you know, investments. Well, um, and his cards have gone up a hundred percent. Yes, literally. That's in, the other and, thing. In, and I talked about it a little bit before the season. Like if you guys go to the NBA season preview, it's a good episode because it's more of a strategy than what to do. I think this is going to be, I'll, I'll reiterate it, a day trading, week to week type of trading season. There's so much young talent. There's so much young talent we didn't get to see develop in the last year and a half because of how weird of a season those were. The bubble year, then a short break, then back into the NBA season, but 72 games, it it doesn't seem like a big deal, but it kind of threw stuff off. And this is a season where you get a full off season. You get a full kind of work on your game, and you're going to start to see really interesting guys. I think of the NBA cage in weeks, right? Because in NFL, you really just like it's one game a week, right? So we kind of analyze it that way. In NBA, you have three, four games. So a player could have an incredible week. Right. Incredible. Two weeks. But then you're, he's going to meet another young guy. So I think this is a good opportunity to kind of day trade. I'm curious. Any teams you want to talk about? Like the Wizards are a really interesting team built up of kind of uh, veterans that nobody else wanted. Aaron Holiday, Kyle Kuzma. Beal is apparently he loves Washington, D.C. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> in there. What do you make of this team? Do you have any thoughts on them at all? They're five and one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just shows you that anything can happen, in, you know, in a, a six-game kind of you know stretch. Um, Bill can score, man, and yeah, I mean, you gotta—you you just listed a bunch of guys, a bunch of names of people that are gonna be playing. playing really well. They're gonna be playing for their dinner, you know. These are probably all guys that have contracts coming up, end of the year, and they're all—you know—they're all gonna make a name for themselves, right? They're all gonna—you know—prove. To whatever team that they should be traded for at the deadline, or that they should be—you know—a deal should be signed and, and 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 the like. That's a motivator, by the way. Sometimes when you got to play for your dinner, you got to go out and kill something instead of uh, instead of trying to eat what somebody else is killing for you. It's. Uh, Do you think the Wizards?
1: So the Wizards play the Hawks today. They just beat the Hawks. Do you think the Wizards finish higher than the Hawks this year? No. No, I think the, the Hawks. you watch them play though? Do that. you think the Hawks yeah. bounce back? They haven't looked yes. great.
0: Yeah, I do. I think the Hawks ultimately bounce back. Look, they're still trying to find, you know, where they can run their offense through. I mean, Trey's still still putting up his numbers. Um, you know, Trey's one of these weird guys, right, who he – is there somebody out there who does more for his team? Like, I think if they let him, he could lead the league in scoring and assists. Think about wow. how ridiculous that is. But look at his stats. He's scoring, like, 24, 25 points, and he got 10 assists. He's second in the league in assists. He wouldn't have to increase his scoring that much. You, you know, is it is it crazy for you to think Trey Young could lead the league in scoring? I mean, the dude just, he never met a shot he doesn't
1: like. And he's second in assists, I think. The last time I looked, he was. He's not shooting great. He's no. he's, ten, he's, he's averaging ten, 10 assists a game, yeah. shooting 30% from three, 29% from three. Yeah. Do you think so? So that's a good point. Like, you look at Lillard, Lillard's three point pursuit is, is horrific. Do you think that we're going to start to see regression to the mean where, like, Miles Bridges he came out hot? He's playing incredibly well, and he regresses back to a yes. point in the game.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what happens. I think it's what happens all the time. It's, you know, you, you play to the back of your basketball card, right? And I think with somebody like Trey Young, Dave Lillard, a lot of those shots that were thrown up, they're testing the new rules. And you've seen plays already where it's like they're, they're chucking a shot up that either goes over the backboard or falls four feet short because they were expecting a whistle. That counts. That's bringing their three-point percentage down. That previously was a shot that didn't count against them, and not only was it something that didn't count against them on their their shooting percentage, but they scored points at the free throw line for it. So those non calls are double negatives for them. It makes their their three-point shooting look worse. So, but eventually they're going to stop trying that baloney. You know they're going to stop throwing themselves into defenders because the refs are not blowing a whistle. So, you know it'll it'll all work itself out. I think.
1: So, I'm going to get I also am the, not a
0: believer in the Knicks. I'm getting a lot of, like, hey, Cameron, wow. you, so you think the Knicks are going.
1: terrible. I'm not a Knicks believer. No, I'm, I'm going to tell you, my prediction is the Knicks finish in a one or two seed. No way! Yeah. And I'll explain why. I think, uh, pending injury. Injuries are really difficult to predict. I, and my play is actually Kemba Walker. Wow. And, uh, well, first off, you had the 2012 prism thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you. Here's why I think it. First off, I love Tom Thibodeau. I think he's a coach that creates culture. I think that's a big deal. You know, I talk about culture all the time. You could, dude. Let's do the whole thing where you used to get messages where you don't say love it to Andrews plays. Push back. Maybe I'm crazy, <laughs> but Kemba Walker's issue to me has always been intensity. Right, like he was always the guy laughing after. Yeah, Walker. I was just gonna say that because I've watched the games him. But I think with a team that has so much intensity. You have Tom Thibodeau, Taj Gibson, Julius Randall, all like type, like they're they're just very intense guys. I think a little bit of Kemba Walker is perfect fit on this team. Where on the Celtics, where they had very laid back guys like Jalen Brown and Jason Tato, they needed a little bit more toughness. I think this is the perfect fit for him. I I really do. And the Knicks need one guy to help finish games off at the end. Incredible free throw shooter. He's going to have the ball in his hand Game winning shots. The Knicks don't really blow people out. they they play tough, gritty defense. So you're gonna see a lot of tough close games. Kemba Walker to me coming from a twenty twelve set, awesome personality, completely forgotten. You could get his silver 2012 silver prism PSA ten. Guess how much it sold for on October tenth?
0: No clue how much. Kemba Silver. Shoot. Kemba Silver from 2012. This is an iconic set. A PSA PSA 10? PSA ten.
1: Tell me. Four hundred bucks. Four hundred thirty bucks. Wow, for silver, can't be too many of those. There can't be too many of those. Uh, I'll tell you the exact number. There's twenty-five. So this could be a, a fake sale. There's there was a sale August thirteenth for seven forty. There was a sale August fourth for five ninety-five. There was a sale July twenty-first for four forty-nine. Th- this is a card. It's c- going to be all over the place. it, it, it just is what it is. You could get his base from 2012, not graded, for $15. You get a PSA 9 for $55. Um, here's the sale. 31 bids, $430, bucks, PSA 10, new slab, everything. I think the Knicks are going to be a number one seed. I think this is the perfect guy they needed. I think Evan Forty is okay, but he's not going to take any of the tension away. I like this play. Uh, I think that you're going to have an opportunity to sell this card from five hundred. To a thousand, I do, uh, and I think the Knicks finish with the number one seed. Tell me why wow. you know,
0: the Knicks number one seed? I, there's no leader, right? I know this cardiac Kemba, you know, who kind of created Tom some of the cardiac the for himself. Yeah, and and people forget, it, dude. Yeah, people but Tom Thibodeau the, the, is not going to inbound the ball and take the last second shot. I don't Kemba trust
1: him. I, Kemba Derrick <sighs> Rose.
0: Oh. I watched the team and it just looks like a mess. It looks like a bunch of guys who are out there who are playing individually. Julius Randle, a lot of isolation, you know, uh, athleticism, sure, from somebody like Obi Toppin, right? You know, Emmanuel quickly goes out there and throws up the ugliest shots I've ever seen in my life. It's got such a hitch in it. He makes Lonzo Ball
1: look fluid. Um, KJ, I would be very careful. I've watched basketball a long time. This is – a roster that's built to sustain a full season. Yeah, but they dude, have they have a I, mix of veterans, young veterans. That doesn't
0: matter. Everybody young puts, talent. Everybody puts on paper a good team. So I watched the last game I watched with them because I don't like watching the Knicks because the last game I watched was that overtime game where it should never have gone to overtime where they blew a lead to yep. a shit team right and they had, they had to go to the like Celtics. They, they had to go to double overtime to to, to pull it out at home. Right. And Spike Lee making faces in the whole deal. So I'd like on the positive side to say, okay, that's a good thing. They're learning. It's a learning. It's a lesson for them about how to close games out. And they didn't, no harm, no foul. They won the game. Right. But in reality, what I thought to myself was any other team would have just beat them. Any other team would have taken that. They were sloppy with the ball. You don't, it was, and Kemba was laughing about it. So you look at it like, hey, he's having fun. He's out there. And that's like a positive thing. I look at it like, you know, when it came time to bear down, he was, like, yucking it up with the Celtics, I guess. It's his former team, you know? And they were like, yeah, 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 okay. That's three straight turnovers by me. Whatever. You know, and they, oh, they should have lost the game. And I watched this, and I'm like, that's a team lacking an on-court leader. And Kemba, to me, the way he looked right there was not it. I could be wrong. But remember, I, this was this season. He's, Kemba's not a leader. I would agree. So is it Derrick Rose? They've had Derrick Rose. They haven't really done much with Derrick Rose. Ultimately, you know what it comes down to also is in the East, right, you're talking about a one or two seed. The Knicks don't have the horses to keep up with a healthy Nets team, and they don't have anyone, anyone to stop a healthy Giannis. They so, don't have the
1: horses to keep up with the Nets team in a seven-game series. Yeah, they have the horses to keep up with a Nets team that's not as motivated as this Knicks team over the course of an eighty-two game.
0: Sure, season. they'll win some games. They'll win some games. I mean, obviously, I—I I mean, they've won a lot of games. They started a five and one, right? I mean, they—they, they, you
1: know, they, they also have a good, really but, interesting blend of talent, right? Like,
0: Taj Gibson these, is in your blend of talent.
1: Well, Taj Gibson—it's a- not your typical team, right? Like. I'm struggling who to compare this team to. Because, like, if you go up up and down this roster, I mean, dude, they have 10 guys. (sighs) I'm struggling to compare it. There's no comparison to this team. Fine. Here's my comparison. They remind me of the Bulls with uh, Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose. That's what they they remind me of. Now, Derrick Rose during that season was incredible. They don't have a Derrick Rose MVP. But – how much of that season derrick rose was like derrick rose's pure talent which a lot of it was but also that team was tough gritty defensively they competed every night they they were on the ground chasing balls a lot of that joe kim noah i mean that's not a talent right like they remind me a little bit of that gritty bulls team so and that bulls team i think they finished first in the east that year so
0: a little different here's my problem with it right the only like scorer to me, scorer like, hey, we need a basket. We'll give, is Randall, and I, I just think Randall can be shut down by, by, by the top. Yeah, but now they have Kemba league. Yeah, but Kemba's. I mean, I, I've never where. What has Kemba done? I mean, he was great in college with a great team, right? But Kemba's a
1: great scorer, man. Really? Yeah. Kemba. Kemba's a scorer. Can I give you one more? I think we, I'm ashamed that I haven't brought him up. He's probably my favorite player. Like, Derrick Rose, man. Derrick Rose's improvement is incredible. Do you know what he's shooting from three point range? This is Derrick Rose. 43%. 54% from three. Now, I know it's still early and maybe that will obviously regress, but dude, Derrick Rose's improvement and comeback, like, Honestly, I, I kind of want to change my play play, play from uh, Kemba Walker to Derrick Rose. but
0: See, Rose I would buy just because Rose has already won an MVP. And
1: Rose – uh, so I actually like Rose's it.
0: game and he's a likable guy. And there are people who have been fans of him. And he's one of those guys who fell off a little bit and mm-hmm. um, and can um, – you know, you could root for him to you – know, he was one of those guys who, who was like um, the answer to that trivia question. Who's the one MVP who didn't make the Hall of Fame in the NBA? Because he doesn't look like a Hall of Famer, although he started off looking like it. To win the MVP in the NBA, you got to be really good. You, you know, the, everyone who's won the MVP has been in the Hall of Fame. Rose he was, was like that trivia And He might still make it. Who the hell knows? You know He's putting up some stats. I, I don't know. He might, he might have to do some stuff over the last couple of years. And now let's let, Joker might be adding his name to that,
1: to that list, too. But I'm sitting there thinking, would I put Derrick Rose as a top 75 player? And they put Damian Lillard on it, right? Damian's never won an MVP. It's
0: true. It's very true. Very true. I like it. listen. So I may be very wrong about the Knicks. I watched the Knicks last year. I think they overachieved last year. I th- I've watched them. You know, they're my local market team. So when there's no other sports on, I do watch their games. And I am a Nick fan from back. I'm not a Nick fan now. Um, you know, I adopted the Hornets a couple of years ago and <laughs> I started watching basketball again with Ian. And uh, now I watch some Pelicans games. And who knows? I'm I'm a transient fan. I was a Knicks '80s and '90s Knicks fan. This Patrick. team, Pat Patrick. Pack drip Ewing I yeah, like pack, pack, Rip. pack. Yeah. Pack drip Ewing. So, I mean, listen, I could be very wrong. There are definitely some loud uh, some vocal fans of our show who think the Knicks are a lot better than, uh, than I think they are. And I, guys, incons- if you know nothing, you know, I'll be honest. Like if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Right. And we, so far I've been wrong. They've won. I think
1: sometimes we over value like the big season acquisitions, the big names. I think we undervalue guys that just are, are a good fit for what the Knicks needed. And I think the Knicks needed a perimeter score, someone that could beat uh, his guy off the dribble one on one. You
0: were right about this. The team when it was the Heat, right? And and you talked about the team chemistry and a team being able to overcome those those stars. If that's what you're saying about the Knicks, I'll buy it because you do know your stuff, and you do you did call that correctly. To me, it's a stars league. And the Knicks don't really have stars to match up with a lot of the other stars in the East, even the Heat, right? I mean, the Heat, the team ball, the Heat are looking good because of exactly the same reason you're talking about, right? Hey, Tyler Hero pitching in where he's supposed to pitch in and not being asked to do more than he, Jimmy Butler having that type yeah. of season again. Bam, you know, being more athletic and, and doing his thing. Like, that's in the East, too. So to say the Knicks yep. are gonna be a one or two seed, it means that the Bucks are gonna fall off, the Nets are gonna fall off, the Heat are
1: gonna fall off. Well, no, 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 not fall off. fall off. Those are my top four. So I think it's Nets, Bucks, Knicks, and yeah, Heat. But you said are the be Knicks are a one or two seed. So well, means- I to the I would go Knicks one or two, Nets. Th- it's tough, man. Because remember, the Knicks were a four last year, so I it mean, shouldn't be four, that crazy
0: of a statement. Four, I said the Knicks can
1: make the playoffs. <laughs> So here I'll go 4 <laughs> Heat, 3 Bucks, 2 Nets, 1 Heat, 1 Knicks. Remember, number 1 seed doesn't mean that they're the best team. The I league. agree with you, but what I'm saying there is
0: you're telling me that 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 the Bucks, the Heat and the Nets are all going to have less wins this year than the Knicks.
1: I think what I've seen with the Bucks team is they're going to nurture their talent and make sure that they're healthy because they've been number 1 seeds and they know that number 1 seed is great but they're going for the championship team. Right now, for this season, this is a Knicks team that's just trying to win the regular season and prove that they are they should be up in the upper echelon. And I think that's the motivation that you need to win an, a regular season. I I'm think waiting. Durant and Harden don't care. All right. All right,
0: guys. So I'm going to swing this completely in a different direction for you on my play today. And it's one of those plays that I am really a fan of. And I thought to myself, I should just buy a bunch of these myself. Like, it, it now it fits in my own, you know, buy the GOATs. Don't buy the new stuff. You know, Stock up some goats. It fits in my art over cards. I do not own either of these. I, I decided coming into today, as Andrew and I were talking, that we need to have one of these value episodes. Andrew's giving you the Knicks. Andrew's giving you a Kemba walker. He, he's probably right. I'm probably wrong. The dude knows his basketball.
1: We, we've seen that time and time again. I got, I got NBA League Pass this weekend. I I had Indian I've had it for years. Them. It's amazing. And then the power went out for two days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got it just to watch Devontae Graham. I got it just to watch Devontae Graham. But so you ready for this one, guys? And, Andrew, if you want to pop this up, it is a cool-looking card, and you can just put it in, like, completed eBay. Um, if you just type in Gretzky, G-R-E-T-Z-K-Y, metal 96. So this is going to check
1: a lot of boxes for you guys, right? By the way, Gretzky just joined Instagram, fellas. So if you guys want to give him a follow, he's terrible at posting. So, oh well, we,
0: we learn. Old men like me and Wayne will have to learn Instagram. It's not—it's not something that we were familiar with. It takes time. I think you guys right? do a better job than you give yourselves credit for. So if you scroll down a little bit to the September first one. There are two cards that I wanted to. Do. So this is the 9697 Metal Universe Lethal Weapons number six. Right there is one of them. I want you to go to completed. That one's 99 bucks, a best offer. You can click that one. It's the same card. The last one of these that sold in September sold for $27. That card, that that Lethal Weapons is the $99 one. You can click on that if you like. Scroll up. Scroll up.
1: Where do you so, see
0: $99? Keep scroll down. Scroll down, so now you're incompleted. So keep going, keep going, keep going down. It'll be 20
1: In an HGA slab, that's pretty cool. Cage just literally disappeared mid. Did, do you think his phone died? September 1st, lethal weapon. So, guys, bear with me as I find this. I think I'm doing mater- Here it is. Sorry, guys. Just doing a terrible job of that. I apologize. But here's the play. And, and guys, Gretzky is interesting. Gretzky is a guy that I I look at his eyes. This is a hilarious picture. He looks scared. It's a beautiful card. Why does he look so scared here? Look at him. Look at his face. He's as fresh as an antelope out there. Look at that smile. You can see he's having fun again after several years of turmoil. Edmonton Orioles general. Dude, these cards! I love the. This is hilarious. Look at him. Look at his face. He's as fresh as an antelope out there. So, Cage, I'm sure he's coming back on in just a second. But, guys, Gretzky is is an interesting play with all of this metal universe, precious metal gems, all that stuff going on. um, You even see like Marvel cards, you know, hitting record highs for the precious metal gems. We don't talk enough about hobby uh, about hockey, but hockey is clearly a sport that. Demands some sort of respect. You know, it's the third best sport or the third most popular sport in America, fourth, whatever it is. Gretzky's a name that will live in infamy. He's, you know, a goat of goats. He's widely regarded as the greatest hockey player of all time. And this is coming from Andrew, who doesn't really watch hockey, doesn't follow. But, you know, anytime I, I always like to ask people about things I don't know and hockey, I, you know, I ask Connor McDavid, you know, what makes him so special? And a lot of people compare him to Gretzky, and that's such a big comparison. But but the point of that is? Gretzky is the benchmark for anybody to compare against, and I think that makes it cool. So we got Cage, you're back. Uh, Yo, this is the card. Can I read your card? That was pretty crazy.
0: But you, I heard okay. you. I was trying to jump in. I was like on mute and the whole deal, and you were reading the back of the card. So that one is awesome. I mean, you know, you can see they're available. To lethal Weapon. Wayne Gretzky. Last one so over twenty-seven dollars. I also like the base card number 96. So this is a 96, 97 Fleer Metal Universe. We're talking about a low price card here. Um, so if you go me in the, the right direction one, so I pull
1: the right one up.
0: Shoot. So it's card number 96. So just, it's that card right there. The top the one right here. That's it. Yeah, the base card. So this is one I'd be looking for, trying to find one in decent shape. I would grade this when PSA comes back on it. Seriously, this is one I would grade. This, the Michael Jordan version of these cards is hundreds of dollars. Right in PSA 10. I don't know if this is going to 10. They're etched cards, they're metal cards, but I'd grab a couple of these. Look, they're not even selling for 20 bucks. I saw one in this week, 24.99 with no bids. Right? I saw I saw them and 20 bucks. They're clean copy too. Ten dollars and look, that one was very very nice. Right? I mean, you are talking about like in the teens, fifteen dollars. I saw um, last week, October 17th, so two weeks ago, an HGA graded nine sold for fifteen dollars and fifty cents. If you put that one in HGA, there's an HGA 9 with, like, a matching red, white, and blue, um, you know, um, slab. $15.50. Crazy. It's insane, right? Um, this year, so, so guys, there's fun ones, right? Pick ones that you like. There are people out there who are hockey guys who are listening to this. That Gretzky year, the 96-97 um, medal, he's wearing a Ranger jersey. If you remember Gretzky playing for the Rangers and you're a fan of the, Rets- the the Ranger Gretzky, go for it. It's also on his Lethal Weapon. The year before this, 9596 metal, I saw one sell yesterday for a dollar sixty-one, the base card. And he's in his King's jersey. So if you're an LA guy, if you're an LA Gretzky and you like that better than his than his uh you know, than his than his Ranger jersey, same thing. 9596, there's also an incident. If you don't like the Lethal Weapon, there's also one called heavy metal. Really cool-looking art type of card. And you're talking about 10 bucks for that card, right? I saw the base card. I saw a lot of six of them sell for $9, right? Cool Gretzky art. I would go more with that, you know, the Ranger one, but I'm a New Yorker. I like this metal universe one. I think people are starting to buy metal cards, whether it's baseball, basketball, you see the Jordan stuff go. you see Kobe metal cards. you're seeing the precious metal gems. and when when those are out of people's price range, they start looking at the other inserts from those years. They start looking at these like art cards. And now you have, you know, what I consider one of the goats in one of the sets that people are gonna start to look at. these mid 90s metals sets, they have the ability to become sort of like the exquisites, the 2012 prisms, you name it, because they have that iconic anchor, the precious metal gems. And as people start looking at those and talking about those and those become these, you know, huge cards in the hobby, like, oh, let me go look at the metal set. All right. Look at the Wayne Gretzky card. Look at this lethal weapon Wayne Gretzky or the base Wayne Gretzky. I'm going to get that in a PSA 10. You can buy it now much cheaper than I think this is ultimately going to end up being. That's my play. It's a fun one. I don't want to give anything too crazy, too expensive. I'm not a hockey expert, but I do know that they call Wayne Gretzky the great one for a reason. And I have started to swing my collection more towards guys who are quote unquote goats. Um, and this is a cool way of grabbing a, a, you know, a fun art like gretzky and adding it to your pc so that was you know a little fun play today what do you think man you're a hockey guy
1: i i gave my thoughts when you were gone uh yeah. but, I, but i said like he everyone compares against gretzky right like mcdavid comes in the league they're like they, and when you're the benchmark that's a really powerful place to be uh versus yeah. the person compared to. Him. but 30 seconds 60 seconds or less von miller aaron like Donald, jalen ramsey i mean that's intimidating yeah
0: yeah, I mean that the, the Rams are going for it, right? I mean they're 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 laying a the cards on the table this year and saying that they think that they're they think they're the NFC's representative in the Super Bowl, and you know from what you've seen here, you know any given week any team's the best. We've talked about the Bucks are the best. We've talked about the Rams are the best. This certainly helps. I think you're gonna see a motivated Von Miller, right? You know, there's a, a shot for a championship here.
1: If you guys had Rams as, as uh, play last night, yesterday, I. Sure. I My sincerest apologies. I was there with you guys. Up 38-0, Cage. And they gave up 22 points in eight minutes in the fourth quarter to to blow the cover. To Houston and Davis Mills.
0: And somebody said that Houston was going to score points at the end on the whatnot. That they were going to go over forty-two points in eight minutes? Said that you know, Texans that, that that I would bet the over in the game because at the end I can see the Texans scoring a touchdown at the end that causes a backdoor cover. I want to let you go, but
1: I was really disappointed. <laughs> you, in hate you hate me. <laughs> no, I mean, when you're right, you're like the, uh, the chips fall where the chips fall. Like, I was only 500 yet, I whatnot.
0: Nacho. we'll see tonight. Tonight, I'm gonna go over 500, but I was only 500 yesterday. Tonight is I Chiefs 7-7. minus 10 bounce back game, right? I think the Chiefs are gonna destroy the Giants tonight.
1: I'll be wrong. Dines, I've been wrong Danny, before. Nanny Dimes is pretty terrible. But Herbert, any concerns? Or is this just – or is Mac Jones pretty good? Or, or is Belichick a great coach and he fit?
0: I was never on Herbert. Remember, in the beginning, year, I've started to warm to Herbert as a player, but never as cardboard. I don't own – I have one Herbert card, but I created it myself. We pulled it out of a pack, and I will be moving it. I, I should have moved it before he lost. But it's one loss. People forget it's football. These teams are All not going
1: to – though. In a I really know. good spot. Listen, really I hit the
0: Chargers point. yesterday, and you know, I mean, obviously, what they're showing you here is that any given week, anybody can be beat. Right? It's there's a lot of parody in the league. The teams that we think are fantastic are not. The Jets beat a uh, Titans team with Derrick Henry. They beat a Bengals team.
1: What the hell? I mean, what? guys, if you do this, so look a headline, or it's not a look a headline. Eagles versus the Chargers. Take a guess what the line is. It's a, It's in Philly.
0: Um, Chargers minus three.
1: Yep, that's actually the right line. I would think it'd be higher. I would think I would think it'd be Chargers. I mean, it's on the road. It's the West Eagles West. just destroyed Detroit. The Lions. Destroyed, but they just but they they scored like forty four points. They look like
0: world beaters. That and the only person that
1: scored a touchdown was Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Do you see that they're trying to get rid of Hurts for like Gardner Minshew? Do you see that? I I love Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania. Minshew Magic. You know, I'm a Minshew guy. All right, guys. We'll wrap. As always, Monday episodes, we kind of try to go all over the place. There's a lot happens over the weekend. We don't do a Sunday episode like we do fractional. Saturday is a little lighter. So we guide. We kind of go all over the place. But we think it's amazing. Do we do two
0: shows on Sunday, but we don't do an episode.
1: We're gonna well, have, it's, we it's, don't it's, do one of these like the state uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, one of our one of our one of our normal ones, one of our one of our regular shows. Yeah. So yeah, it's
1: and, a lot to cover. So Luca Nation, we love you. We'll be back. It's a big week. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for smashing the subscribe button. We're only seven people away from a thousand subscribers on YouTube, which is kind of crazy given we you know what it's, it's been less than six months since we like fully went all in on YouTube. Shout out to Preston who kind of got it got us going with that and all the That's other people who come on on the ship and helped us kind of get to where we're going really excited for a thousand. So I'm probably going to be even more excited for 10, 20, a hundred. We got that YouTube plaque as well. So love you guys. Please share if you think any of your friends could find any value from our humor our banter or our expertise, share away.
0: I can't wait for you to share the picture of the plaque in Spanish because they're shipping it to you in Mexico.
1: How do you say YouTube in Spanish? YouTubeo. You (laughs) too, guys. Love you, Luca Nation.
0: This episode of Luca's Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color-coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Eh, You know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody and uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.